everyone and welcome to the first episode in the notes to our graduate series today we're talking about internships i'm joined by stuart hey stuart welcome to the show hi grant thanks for having me how's things over in australia wonderful it's coming into the the winter period but it's still a balmy 22 degrees today so oh, very lovely i can't say the same it's uh looking a bit dreek outside as they say over here yeah so, so we're talking about internships today and, and we both went through uh, i guess a similar internship experience both did our internships at um, chevron uh, my one in 2013 i think and your one was when did you do your I internship? 2012. so your internship was 2011 no, I started, sorry, yes, started the internship 2011, yeah. Yeah, okay. And uh, so what year in uni were you when you did that internship? Did you go fourth, end of your fourth year? Yeah, or so from, yeah, from memory, it was between years four and five. Yeah. Yeah, so you were the same as me. You did it end of fourth year, went back to uni for yeah. a year, finished That's that, right. and, um, and then joined the company. So just, right, just give yeah. us, a, I guess, I guess, um, we're talking about internships. I think, you know, as prospective graduates or people looking for internships, you know, the kind of things they'll kind of insights they might 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 find useful. I think that's kind of where we should focus um, on yeah. today. So, just what would be your bits of advice for 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 interns? Yeah, absolutely. I think it's. I had I had mixed feelings when I went about approaching an internship because. You can understand how a student works hard for, you know, the months of the year that they're studying, and it's it's very much um, when it comes to summer, that's seen as an opportunity to relax and enjoy themselves and, and, and go and maybe get a part-time job that will cover the costs of enjoying that summer. Uh, so I was yeah. I was hard pressed to actually go out and actively find an internship that would be linked in some way or another to future employment and luckily enough i had members of my family who more or less pushed me down that road uh, but I, I can only say that it's a tremendous learning experience and learning curve to go and get an internship as early in your university career as you possibly can we waited until very mature and final years of university before looking for that internship but what i would say is don't don't let that deter you from trying to get one in years one and two for example um i think that should be the the driving factor behind your spare time at university is trying to get a, a good opportunity to get a good grounding of what what, co what different companies do in the service sector side versus the uh, the operator side, which is, from a graduate's perspective, if they don't know much about the industry, these are massive. And you're talking and specifically there about oil and gas, but I guess any any type of internship, I guess it's relevant as well. You know, make the most. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I'm obviously a heavy influence, uh, heavy, sorry, a heavy emphasis on oil and gas, but. Um, it applies to any industry, you know, the construction industry, for example, as well. It's going out and getting that that foundation blocks built, really holds you in good stead for for future future employment and experience. Yeah, 
uh, for me, I think the three biggest benefits are number one, there's a good chance that that they'll end up employing you when you when you graduate, which is great as a graduate. You know, everyone they like to say that that's not what you're looking for. You know, you're looking for a job. That's that's what you went to university for. Um, the second point is that you know you gain some some experience of what that type of company does and you might like it and decide yeah that's the kind of career I, I want to start in or you it might say well I thought that was good but uh, you know I worked there for a couple of months and it turns out not to be what I thought it was and, and number three you get you get that contacts as well that uh, maybe you can call on in your final final year of, of university for for a help with your studies or if they if they don't have any employment opportunities, maybe there's some you know networking you've done that leads to to other opportunities. So mm-hmm. definitely, if you're a student, um, I would definitely recommend trying to get internships and mm-hmm. save your final year for you know the end of your final year before you start full time employment. That you know for traveling and, and taking on those yeah. kind of experiences. Maybe you can balance the two. Maybe you can take two weeks off at the, the end of your internship to to go and travel and go and enjoy that yeah. summer period. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I think you can strike a good balance there. And if you're fortunate enough to find a, an internship that um, that pays, because many of them don't actually offer any sort of salary, they maybe cover a basic expense, for example, for traveling. And, uh, I, you know, if you, if you get something that pays, then yeah, you know, invariably the internship will stop a couple of weeks short of the the new semester and that's your opportunity to spend some of that hard-earned cash and and, and go and do something that you want to do with your summer but um you know like like we always talk about life being so short and having the opportunity to do everything and getting that grounding that's that's so necessary for building your future and getting a flavor for what's out there you could go for an internship in an industry that you think that is what I ultimately want to do. And like you quite rightly say, you'll find that this isn't exactly what I had imagined. And it can change your whole direction of your whole life. Yeah. Just by simply doing six weeks of an internship. Yeah. So it's, yeah. it's highly, highly recommended. So I, um, I, Chevron wasn't actually my only internship. I did a, another couple, but I did one, a consultancy type firm. Um, an oil and gas type consultancy and, and I actually just didn't didn't enjoy it not because of the people the people were great it was a great company but that type of work just didn't didn't work just didn't work for me too detailed yeah. just just didn't work for me and I knew that wasn't the type of industry but the, just moving on there's a bit of a movement online now about working for free you know like everyone's look, in terms of an internship phone up mm-hmm. a, a somebody you know and say look I'm willing to come in and, and work for free because although you're not earning money there's a massive payoff in terms of the network that you gain and the experience what's your thoughts on that I think it's it's a great idea but I think we have to take each case on its own merit and many individuals <clears throat> who perhaps don't come from uh, an affluent background and during a summer period they may not be able to afford to pay for accommodation, pay for the utility bills and work a 9 to 5 gratis yeah. and just go for the yeah. experience yeah. so yeah. 
you know, you have, we have to be quite balanced in the sense that some people aren't as fortunate enough to be in a position where they can offer their services for, for free. Well, yeah. But at the same time, there's maybe, a, a, again, there's maybe a, a balance to be struck there. For example, working a part-time job whilst also doing a, a, a learning experience such as an internship for free or, or weekends and evenings work, even work. It's difficult, it's challenging. And throughout my university degree, I actually did do part-time jobs even on the weekends to fulfill the, um, the expense of, of living. But um, to do a, a nine to five, Monday to Friday, um, free, and then having to work your evenings, weekends, it's a very challenging, um, very challenging concept for a student to, to undertake. Um, but let, let's be said, the value of actually doing that, it's a very short sprint in your life, um, the, these five years of university, and that summer six weeks is even shorter. If you can just knuckle down and, and, and really press yourself through that six-week period or eight-week period, whatever it may be, you'll find you'll reap the benefits in, in, in a future, future date. Yeah, no, I couldn't agree more. I mean, so I didn't work for free, so I can't say that, you know, I've done it and it worked and all that, but, you know, I could see the, I could see the value in it. Um, so I think moving on to the, the actual intern experience itself, what was your biggest, what kind of, you know, the challenges did you face? And if you, if you could pass that information on to a, a prospective intern now that might help them, what would that be? Do your research before you go for your um, before you go for your interview. Do your research. I my interview was I've asked some questions that, on in hindsight, looking back now, are very elementary when it comes to the the industry, which I didn't really know too much about. And had I known about those facts of the industry, I would have been able to because there were several. Let me just go back a step where there were some people that interviewed me from different departments. And they were all looking for an in intern to work with them for that summer period. And so they were asking me questions relative to their discipline, of which I didn't really know too much about. So if I'd been a little bit more well-versed in what that was all about, I could have almost kind of been in a better opportunity to select which of the disciplines I could have ultimately been accepted into. Mm -hmm. Um, but as as it happens, I, I got accepted into a department that was, that was great, had a, a really good internship, a really good supervisor to help me throughout that period. But getting more into the internship itself um, and, and what I was looking to achieve, the greatest value I got from it was the people I managed to interface with. Uh, I didn't just speak with my supervisor, I spoke with people who were in the supply chain, I spoke to people within uh, the accounts department, HR, and I think that's the single greatest benefit I took from an internship was interfacing with all these different departments and understanding how the whole business is, is woven together rather than just sitting within your, your silo of your team, which is, is important of course, but you're there to learn, right? And the more you can interface with different departments and different people and People of different experience as well, and different cultures. Even it's it's hugely important. I I feel. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah, I think, so we'll go to the interview um, process. And for me, I actually failed higher math, um, complete fail. So at first I knew looking at my own CV, that was a weakness because I just didn't even put maths on there because I wasn't going to put maths F. And I'm going for an engineering type internship. So I knew, I knew it was likely she was going to ask a question on that. And I was going to think, how can I, you know, you, you have to look at your, your CV and say, what kind of weaknesses might they pick on and have some kind of answer for it? So for me, mm-hmm. not passing, I remember she said, she said, oh, I noticed maths isn't on your on your CV. What's happened there? That's <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. So, um, but no, I, so you've got to turn that perceived weakness into strength. So I, I had done maths in first and second year at university and got good grades. So that's, that's what said. Like that was a weakness of mine. I wasn't very good at it. I took it away, worked on it, and then you can see there's my results there. So mm-hmm. know what your weaknesses are. Make sure you've got some kind of answer to it. You know, don't be left yeah. just sitting there. And um, to the to to my experience with an internship, I think the biggest challenge is you go in there and you want to be. You know, ultimately you want a job at the end of it. So you want to impress. There's not too much you can do by ways of you know your technical insights and knowledge of the industry. You don't have it, so that you don't have that in your locker. Most people don't. It'd be unlikely. But the things that you do have that you can give that anyone can give is you know communicating well, being nice, being polite, all those kind of things, and showing a good attitude, showing that you want to learn, that you're eager to learn. So a willingness, mm-hmm. a passion. Um, everyone's got that. It doesn't matter what level of experience you have. That's an attitude thing. So everyone's got that, and you know, showing up on time. The simple things, but do them really well. Don't go in there and and try and impress with, you know, all your knowledge because you, chances are you don't have it. So just sit there, listen. Um, if you've got something to add, add it. But you know, listening is a great skill, and, and I think leaders want to see that that you're going to listen. Mm-hmm. You don't want to. You don't want somebody who's just an intern coming in and talking over you and all that kind of stuff. So just do the simple things really well. And I think mm-hmm. you do well uh, in an internship. Well, that was what I found. And, you know, there are other interns there and it can be quite competitive. You could find that people get quite competitive and, and that kind of, but I, I would recommend, so I would take a step back from all of that, you know, just mm-hmm. focus on yourself. Don't get into, um, you know, talking about this person or that person's name. Just focus on yourself, do the simple things really well. I don't know if you've got yeah, anything to add to that. Yeah, I agree. And that really follows into the basic principles of which we'll talk about in in employment. And even people of the older generation feel that some of those skills and yeah, criteria exactly. that you're okay. speaking about or here. So organization as well little things like that yeah and it's being organized with your work absolutely and it's the foundational building blocks to a successful career and you're right the earlier you can start them and and learn them the the better you're actually going to become a more developed rounded professional within that industry yeah Uh, i liked what you said there about listening being a, a a really good quality to have and it's sometimes overlooked by people i think from from a younger generation that will be in that environment where the internships they feel like they have to be 
the loudest one in the room or their opinion yeah. has to be heard. But it's wrong, and we, we've seen it in the past. Being able to listen, absorb exactly everything that's being said, and create an opinion from what you're hearing yeah. is, is absolute, it can be earthbreaking at times. Watching people do that. I mean, I've seen some some great people over the years that are able to do that, and they can yeah. they can nip situations in the bud, and they can focus a team's efforts in a meeting, for example, and they can summarize this the meeting so well, and it's just all down to listening and selecting the key points what everyone has to add to that meeting yeah. or to that environment. It's hugely important. I think that's a good note to, to end this podcast on. So I think the key point is there, you don't need to be loud to be noticed. So we'll end up there. Stuart, thanks again for your time and we'll look forward to hearing from you again on our future episode. Thank you.